What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Warp Factor Fiction. This is the second episode covering Discovery Season 1. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the first episode, and you enjoyed the first episodes where we covered Enterprise, the entire series. We are moving on in chronological order. That's what this is. It's a full analysis of Star Trek on screen, and we really hope that you guys are enjoying it, maybe watching along with us. If you're not watching everything, let us know if you're going to watch a certain series, and then you can join in with us. This is a Patreon-exclusive show, so we put it out there first. If you're a Patreon supporter, you get it before anybody. You can listen to it in a podcast. You can watch it on our YouTube channel. uh, And we really just appreciate you guys being a part of it. Uh, We go and we just have a great time connecting, doing this. I get to do it with my stepson, uh, Tommy. We you know, really are just enjoying being a part of Trek and he's learning a lot and I'm learning a lot. So we want you to be a part of that. So make sure you're commenting along, make sure you're following and let's just get into it. I'm your host, Mick Manhattan, joined as always by my snobbit buddy and my pal, Tommy. What's up, buddy? Hello. Nothing much, honestly. Can't wait to talk about some Star Trek. Yeah, we're going to finish up this uh, first season of Discovery. And then you're going away for the summer. <laughs> you're going to your dad's house for the summer. And then uh, when you get back, we're going to do the second season. Yeah. So excited, buddy. Um, and it's going to be a great time. So let's uh, let's kick it off. How's it sound? We want to start off with uh, episode nine. So episode nine, into the forest I go. Oh yeah. Uh, do you want to you want to read uh, the summary about it? Yeah. Give me a sec. Let me get on IMDb. Well, let me take this one. You, while you get on IMDb, we'll, uh, you can uh, do episode 10. How's that sound? All right. I love it. We'll, go, we'll trade off. I love that. Okay. That's the first time we're doing that in this episode. So, I, you know, I appreciate you for doing that. Um, all right. Actually, let me ask you real quick because we didn't get into it yet. So far, you've watched Enterprise. Um, mm-hmm. And you've seen, you know, NX-01. And now you've seen Discovery. Out of those two, which ship is your favorite in design? Disco- Just design. Discovery. I like Discovery's design quite a bit. That's. A, I mean, it's a good design. It's and definitely course- different because, like, everything else has one single saucer, but Discovery is like the ring around the smaller one. Yeah, I don't understand the ring. I don't get it. I think that's because, like, uh, you know how like they spin. How like yeah no no yeah I figured it had something to do with spinning because I figure and I would love to get Alex from today in space in here he's a big Star Trek fan he understands the science of it I think he'd be fun to explain on maybe a quarter impulse for us but I'm thinking it's a ring because when it does turn it's so it the saucer won't break Mm -hmm. like there's enough airflow in between because I feel like if the saucer was solid it would just break. But I don't know. We'll get into that more and more. We'll ask some people who uh, have some science credentials. But uh, all right, let me read the first one. So into the forest I go. Bypassing Starfleet's orders, Lorca uses the USS Discovery crew's ultimate asset, the ship itself, in an effort to end the war with the Klingons once and for all. He does this. How? Do you remember? With all the jumps? No. Well, he does all the jumps. So like, so. Oh, yeah, the 133 jumps. We didn't really talk about it last episode, but like after the tardigrade, um, like get pretty much just decimated by all the jumps because they were injecting them with the you know for the spores and stuff. Um, Stamets takes over. He injects himself with the tardigrade's DNA, 
and then he starts doing it because he doesn't want the animal to suffer and it's taking a toll on him it's really starting to screw him up Mm -hmm. and he's like coming out of things and like saying weird stuff like he called tilly captain at one point and you know like they just didn't they don't understand what's going on with them but he's acting very peculiar and it's throwing a lot of them off or passing out there's just a ton of side effects well this is one where it's like Lorca's plan is to jump like 133 times or something like that mm-hmm. and it's 133 yeah and, um he has his own agenda which yep. next episode well actually a few episodes will actually know his agenda no, this is the last because so when he does it and they defeat because they defeat the Klingon ship in this one, he does the 133 jumps because the whole point was uh, for the 133 jumps around the Klingon vessel is to hit it to where they can never be hit, but they're attacking the ship in all the right places. So they do the 133 jumps, and the final jump gets them into the mirror universe, and then the next episode picks up in the mirror universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a so it's a pretty crazy, and, and this is like the Battle of Pavo, um, where they go against it and they do destroy the ship, that that Klingon ship, the the big one. Uh, it's like their main ship. Ship they of the take, dead. Yeah, um, they take what's her the the female, uh, and I can never remember her name. Um, uh, Klingon. Let me on IMDb because it has her name. Yeah, because they take who? Laurel. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They take her prisoner. Um, so she's now a prisoner of war, and she was kind of already out anyway because she was working when Cornwell got taken over, and they went into save because they needed to disrupt the ship. So Burnham and Tyler go on to the Klingon ship to disrupt the signal. Planted and, secret. Um, yeah. well, bomb-looking things with pretty flashy lights. Yeah. Villain much? Because if they blow it up on the inside, it disrupts the signal just enough so then that way they can hit certain spots. And they meet Cornwell there, who Lorel is trying to help escape so she can defect. Cornwell ends up dying. No. Yeah. Oh, no, no. She doesn't. How did she get away? I I, you, I don't know. They never even actually said it, didn't they? Nope. She might have escaped the way she was supposed to escape with Lorel. But the whole point was Tyler is starting to have like these crazy, like she, he sees Laurel and goes into these fits of like PTSD where it's like he can barely function and it, it just becomes this huge problem for him. And yeah, it, it, it like Burnham's pretty much on her own. Corn, Cornwell's like legs are broken and it, it just becomes this whole issue. So I guess, yeah, she does get away cause she does come back, but. And, uh, Tries to commit genocide too, like helps what commit genocide. No, no, no! I don't want to jump ahead. <laughs> let's calm down. I want to jump ahead. I want to jump ahead. Let's stay. Uh, let's stay on point. Because <laughs> once we start jumping ahead, it's like, where are we going with this? No, there. By the end of this, they end up in the mirror universe. Um. So before we get to the next episode, who is your highlight character in this episode? This is a good one. Stamets, I really enjoyed. Uh, Lorca was good, and so was Burnham. I had Burnham, but I'm gonna change to Stamets. Stamets is a, was amazing. He's—I don't think there was a really a bad episode for Stamets. 
No, that's true. Any of his episodes are, are very good. Um, and what's a moral you learned from this one? I didn't really have one. I don't know. All right. Uh, okay. Next episode. You want to read it off? Yep. Episode 10, Despite Yourself. While in unfamiliar territory, the USS Discovery crew is forced to get creative in their next efforts to survive opposing and unprecedented forces and return home. That is legit. So they do not know where they are. They can't find anything. They're like in the middle of uh, like a graveyard of ships and they're just trying to figure it out. And as they go on, they start to realize they are in a different universe. It's the mirror universe. We know it well as Star Trek fans and it's going to get interesting. So they have to figure out a, they can't use the spore because now Stamets is done. That like he's he cannot jump again. That's it for him. Uh, and and we you know it comes back around. He's not dead, but like he is he's out of commission. So they're stuck there. They have to figure it out. They have to go undercover, change things up so that way they look like they belong there. They're the discovery of uh, the mirror universe, which leaves Tilly as the captain, which I thought was funny. And they call her Captain Killy. <laughs> I just realized why earlier Stamets called Tilly Captain because he's getting yep. glimpses of the other universe. Well, when he comes, when he's in that world, when he's in a coma and he's talking to the version of himself that is the mirror universe, he says that. He goes, Oh, that's why I keep seeing things from your world. So, yeah, you're right. That's a good, that's a good catch. Um, my, my character in this that kind of shined was, was Tilly. I, I you know, she didn't do anything major, but she was fun for it. And I like she made the episode that was like kind of like dire, sort of bearable in the fun way. Yeah. I have that. I have that as well. I feel like maybe Stamets, just because like you kind of think he's like almost dead, like he's not coming back. Yeah. You feel you see like I think he did a good job of that. Yeah, that that was a that was a crazy one. Um, and at, when I first saw this, I was like, "Did they kill him all?" Because like he was a really well known actor at the time. I didn't think he was going to stay on the show. I thought he was going to be like almost like a recurring role for a while, and then he would be killed off because that would be very shocking. Like I knew Sonequa Martin Green, who was really no, well known from The Walk Dead. I'm like, this she's the star, you know. Mm-hmm. And when they killed off Michelle Yao, I'm like, that's the biggest star on the show. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, they kill her off. Like, of course, she's only going to be like two episodes. She's the biggest star on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, the next biggest star is probably Anthony Rapp, who plays Stamets. I was like, he's probably not going to make it all the way. I can't see him joining the show. And he did. And I'm so glad he did because he's a great addition to it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a moral you learned? Oh, what were you going to say? No, no, no. Say what you're going to say. I don't think it would have been as good without Stamets. I don't think the show would have. Like, if if Stamets was cast differently. Okay. that's I, I get like that. There's, just, there's some actors that fit the role really well. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's. Uh, 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 what's your moral that you learned? Everyone has a dark side. That's kind of like the moral for the <laughs> next four, for this and the next three episodes. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so the next episode, episode 11, The Wolf Inside, as the crew continues their guise, Burnham undergoes a merciless mission in hopes of helping the USS Discovery 
return home. Tilly works on restoring Stamets' neural function. So while they're working on that in Discovery, Burnham goes back to the... She finds out that she, in the Mirror Universe, which is the ISS uh, in the Terran Empire, uh, Shenzo, she was the captain. She went missing while she was trying to go hunt down Captain Lorca for the Emperor. Uh, she she was presumed dead. They were both presumed dead. And no, Lorca's presumed still at large. No, 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 he's not. They were both presumed dead. Oh, at this he... point, they were both presumed dead. Michael Burnham and Lorca were both presumed dead. Oh. Um. So then, Burnham uh comes back so she goes to go undercover as the mirror universe burnham she goes back as captain takes over the ship again kills the guy who was in charge because that's how the mirror universe works she goes undercover and it ain't going well because she's hard to deal with like you basically have to be evil now and she has to do a lot of dastardly stuff and as she goes on it's becoming more and more clear like it's just tough like her version of sheru uh, Saru is her like servant, and then you have um, Tyler's there is like her 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 toy basically is how they play it off, but like he's there as a backup, and just kind of how the crew kind of plays out to her like, and then you find out who the emperor is, and that is Giorgio is the emperor of the Terran Empire. It's and- an interesting play and in how they do things here. Um, what did you think of this episode? This is probably one of my favorites. I don't think it was the best out of the Mirror Universe ones, though. Okay. Not the best one. Because I did like that you were going through and you were learning more about Stamets, both sides. Right. And you saw more about their coma and, like, how they were kind of dealing with, like, the spores and that sickness and, like, that there was a... You find out that there was actually a virus infecting the spores, that the spores work fine. Mm-hmm. it's that they just have a virus they need to fix and mm-hmm. once they once they real and which they would have never realized had they not had stamets not done what he done so okay oh also right. uh the doctor's dead now yes yeah yeah so tyler did kill the doctor who was stamets uh husband and, and everybody thought it was stamets too because like they were like this he was, was holding the body when he found them yeah and they thought and because he, he had gone crazy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm talking over you. Go ahead, bud. Stamets uh, wouldn't have known that it was other Stamets who actually made the virus and put it in if it wasn't for the doctor dying. So it's sad, but at the same yeah. time, it would nothing else would have happened without his death. True. All right, let's uh, go on to episode 12, Vaulting Ambition. Burnham heads to the ISS Sharon uh, with a special gift for the Emperor. With the help of an unexpected source, Stamets gains clarity while trapped inside the mycelial network. I know I say it sometimes. <laughs> network. Saru asks for uh, Laurel's help. So... This is really where we see Stamets. And, and to me, he's the, he's the big character in this one. Everybody did a great job. Burnham was great in this. She's very close second. Um, yeah, I really like Michelle Yao coming back as Giorgio, the Empress. Uh, Giorgio um, Saru was great in this. Lorca's doing a really good job. So he's the gift that she's giving to the Emperors. 
um, because that's who the Empress really wanted hunted down after everything he did. He was trying to, he was leading the revolution. And what do we, and Stamets is now fighting to get out. He's working with the other Stamets of the mirror universe, who's also trapped in the uh, mycelial network to get out of it so they can fix it, <laughs> you know, because now they're starting to realize what they need to do. Um, Stamets is my, my character shines on this. Stamets. What would you, yeah. What'd you think of this episode though? I liked it. This was probably my favorite of the mirror universe ones. Okay. I get that. That's, this was a good one. It's really opened up. We learned about Lorca and the fact that this Lorca is from the mirror universe. He's not from the main universe. He took over the identity of the regular Lorca after he so regular, did die. Regular Lorca did go down with his ship. Yep, which was always sort of a big thing um, about him. So it was interesting. It was an interesting one. And then Laurel helping with Tyler and kind of what's going on there with him and then finding out that Tyler is part Klingon. He's Vok. Um, Vok. Vok. Um, Laurel's uh, like love and also the one that's kind of like was leading things, but he was sent to going to cover in Starfleet and so they took they took Tyler's body and they manipulated it enough with Voke's um, DNA and stuff like that that mm-hmm. uh, it, it just so ended up that he's more Klingon than he is human now <laughs> but he has both he's got both identities so it's been an interesting ride to see where that goes I didn't love that but it is what it is Oh, also, um, Tilly was trying to help Stamets. Then all of his biosigns go down to none. And then he comes alive again. He does. He does. It's all in It's all in the hips, buddy. It's all in the hips. Just always remember that. Uh, next episode, episode 13. Oh, man, we only have three episodes left. Uh, what's past his prologue? Lorca plans to move forward with the coup against the Emperor, uh, propelling burnham to make a quick decision to save not only herself but the uss discovery that's right so Lorca now has his revolution all of his rebels are with him uh and they're going after the emperor uh she burnham has connected with the emperor um Giorgio, mostly because of it is philippa and mm-hmm. she's always looked at her as like a motherly type of figure and somebody she cares about very deeply uh, i and think she, she actually, really, oh, i'm sorry we go? in the mirror universe she is Giorgio is her surrogate mother. Oh, that's true, but that doesn't matter to Burnham because that's not how Burnham was raised, though. So, like, that's why Burnham means something to Giorgio. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the mirror universe, she sees Burnham, who's dead, and is like, This was my child. I love this child. She, she means something to me. So, like, she may be evil, but she'll never hurt Burnham. She may not agree right. with her, she may, she may know it's not her Burnham. But because she has her face, she'll never hurt her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did like that dynamic of it. Um, so by the end of this episode, they do get back. Stamets figures out a way. They do get back. Tilly and Stamets and Saru, they all figure it out. Um, and she brings Giorgio with her. Lorca dies. Uh, and now Giorgio is part of the main universe. She's back. Mm-hmm. She's in, baby. So... And when they get back, they come back nine months into the future of where they were at 
uh, previously where they had left from. And the Klingons are winning. And they are coming for Earth. And it is tough. And Starfleet's having a really tough time. So it's not going well. And they jump oh. back into it. What's up? Mirror, Mirror Universe Discovery got blown up also. like Yeah, that, that was mentioned. The ISS Discovery was blown up. You're right. Uh, so what's your highlight character for this episode? Stamets. I don't know. Just like, I feel like Stamets really was the best character in the Mirror Universe. Also the season. He was my favorite. Um, all right. We'll save that for the end. But uh, Burnham's my character in this one. I thought she did a great job, especially trying to like bridge the gap between the two worlds. Um, I really liked it. And I liked the change of who she's becoming by the end of it. Um, yeah, I just really enjoyed this. Uh, I thought they did such a great job in it. Um, so, Burnham, what's a, a moral maybe you took from this episode? It was still everyone has a dark side because this is still the mirror universe. That's kind of what like yeah. I have for everybody because like Giorgio's dark side, you get Stamets with his dark side. Okay, cool. All right, so let's go on to episode 14 The War Without, The War Within. Burnham and the crew are faced with the harsh reality of the war during their absence. In order to move forward, Starfleet must use unconventional tactics and sources to take their their next action against the Klingons. This is uh, basically a two-parter. This is starting to set it up. So Cornwall comes back. They find out what happened to Discovery. They find out Giorgio Philippa, uh, Philippa Giorgio is alive. I'm not calling her captain because she's not a captain. Um, she's no longer an Empress. So now they need to take the fight, and they're going to go to Kronos. They're going to uh, use Discovery to go into the caverns that are beneath and set up bombs, nuclear bombs within like volcanoes. Like it, it's it's a whole it's a crazy plan, but. They're going to try and make it work. So this this whole episode is the setup for that plan and whether it's a plan that Starfleet should be using. But because in that nine months with the war kind of raging on and so many losses by Starfleet, they're in desperate need. They're at the point that Burnham was at at the beginning of Shenzo when she was like, I know the Klingons and everyone's going to die if we don't do something right now. So they're at this point now. They understand mm-hmm. where, why Burnham made the decision she made. And now Burnham's at a point where she's like, yeah, I made the wrong decision, though. <laughs> like, you're not quite grasping this. We shouldn't do this. Uh, and I like how Discovery is sort of with her. Mm-hmm. So what did you think about this episode before we get to the finale? And uh, what's your moral and your, your character? It was good, but not great. Just like quite a bit of these episodes. They were good, but they weren't great. Okay. And my shining character was Giorgio. All right. That was a good one. Uh, And what's a moral you took from it? Desperation can lead to bad decisions. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good moral to learn. Uh, Yeah. Giorgio was great uh, character in this. Burnham is probably my, my shining character. Uh, I thought she did great in this and, and, and just seeing her sort of learn from her experience. And this is like the culmination of her learning. And then the next episode, even more so, because now this episode is where she learns. And the next episode is where she puts that learning into practice and is like, no, we got to stop. We got to, we got to rethink this. This has to change. So Mm -hmm. I really liked that aspect of it. Um, 
yeah, I really enjoyed kind of where they brought this back around. It's like the first time I didn't love it, but I do. And and the fact that we were in the mirror, mirror universe for like the last like three or four episodes and to come right back into all this action, this desperation was different and it was odd, but I enjoyed it. So, uh, you know, yeah, it wasn't a great episode, but I, I, I liked it. <laughs> and all right. So let's talk about the last episode of the season. Will you take my hand? Episode number 15. With Giorgio at the helm of the plan, they made her the captain of Discovery to go undercover as the real Philippa Giorgio, saying that she didn't actually die. They're use this is the desperate attempt they're using. Um, you know, the plan to end the Klingon War once and for all. This is where they're going to set up the nuclear warheads in the volcanic uh, caverns of Kronos. Um, what they, you know, the USS Discovery crew struggles to fathom and tolerate her hostile tactics, which are pretty brutal. Uh, memories of past hardships are rekindled within Burnham. And this is, this is an episode where she's with Captain Philip Giorgio the entire time, but it's not her captain. It's not her mm-hmm. Giorgio. So she's seeing everything she's doing and she's like, nah, this isn't good. This isn't good. I don't like this. They go on that mission on with the Orion Syndicate to get that info they need um, so they can plant these bombs, put it out there. They need the codes. And once the codes are set up, I, I, what I really liked about it is once they were set up and they were going to set it off and, and Burnham realized, we can't do that. We're going to destroy people. We're going to destroy these Klingons. We're, like, this is ending. This planet is done if we do this. And, you know, these, we're not, that's not who Starfleet is. So I, I really like, it seems like a lot of, it could seem high and mighty at times, but it really played into what Starfleet is. And I like that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. What'd you think about this? I liked it. I liked the ending scene where it was like, uh, they gave the bomb to the fingerprints to the Klingon. Mm-hmm. So it was like the Kling, a Klingon gets to choose. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah, because at the end of it, it was here. Go back, figure out your houses. If it's not working, you blow it up. We're not doing this. We're not you, and we're hoping you're not you. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know what I mean. Like we're hoping we're not who you think, or, or we're not hoping we're not the people we think you are. Mm-hmm. We're hoping you're like us, and it really played out. And I, I think that was a good job. And it really opened up the door for who the Klingons are. Because by the time you get to Next Gen, by the time you get to DS9, yeah, the Klingons are a warring type of species, but you do there are many you like. There are many you care about. Worf, for one, who's in Starfleet. And then everyone he encounters and, and the ones you don't like who are villainous versus the ones who aren't and have honor and do care and houses that are different. It's it's very cool. The Klingon history is very rich. And I think that's why, to answer your question about, like, why do so many people choose to learn Klingon versus maybe Vulcan or maybe Romulan or something? It's because the Klingons have, in my opinion, in terms of history, a rich history base that you can learn about. And I, I always dug that. So Burnham's my my uh, top character in this. I also um, have Georgia. George for this, like, really? Just because of like the change of heart at the end. Okay. Because Burnham won her over? Mm-hmm. I like that. 
Uh, hey, listen, your, your show, man. <laughs> I dig it. And I, and I like what you're, I like picking up what you're putting down. And I like it. So I, that's an interesting one, especially for the final episode. What did you think about the setup for the second season? Because you haven't watched any of the second season yet, but the Enterprise showing up, Pike on the Enterprise. What did you think about that? I think it's set up well. The only thing is that if it was a level one distress call, I think the ship should at least look a little bit damaged. Well, it's only a level one, though. It, it, a level one could be like they need a warp coil. I thought level one was like highest priority, level one priority, your first priority. Oh, oh, you know what it is. I'm sorry. I haven't seen the second season in a very long time, too, especially when it came out. So I'm trying to remember. And I'm not going to give it away because we'll talk about it on the next episode. It's because they need Burnham's help in finding someone. Oh, someone's missing. And we'll get we'll get to that. <laughs> so, and, and I think you probably already picked up on who and everybody who's watching and listening probably knows who too because that becomes a big part of it. So, as we're going on with it and what's kind of playing into this, uh, it's an interesting everything's sort of an interesting play everything's starting to getting back to normal discovery the ship right now is all together um Giorgio is still kind of hanging around but saru is running the ship um we do know that she'll be end up with section 31 at some point and i'm just i know i'm kind of giving some spoilers away and we'll get to that point but we know a movie's coming with her and is starring in it so it's gonna be interesting uh so everything seems kind of relieved right now starfleet's doing their thing discovery was going to go out on their missions they get stopped by the enterprise and then season two will pick up of course with anson mount playing pike who i thought was great in the second season uh and he plays a great captain pike cannot wait for you to check him out overall what did you think of the season who's your shining star for the whole season and what's a life lesson that you you took away from from the whole season because it's such a short season, I want to, I'm going to just talk about the whole season, not halves. So, I like the season. I did like it better than the Enterprise seasons. Okay. Um, I did have, like, some things that I wish were changed. Okay. What, what, um, like, do you want to elaborate on some of those? I think they could have done a little bit better, like, character develop, Like, maybe not development as much as, like endings because like there are still some loose ends i feel like not much like the cornwell thing how do yeah, you oh yeah that makes sense okay so like some plot holes that were kind of there like you can fill in those gaps but i get it why don't you just show us you know you should have just let, let us know and that that would have been better but i'm with you on it i dig that uh anything else you kind of want to share on my shining character for the season is either Stamets or Burnham. I'd go Burnham personally. I think overall Stamets is good though. Saru is really good. Like a lot of them are, and I can go with that. Um, I even like Lorca a lot, you know, everything. But yeah, I, I think Burnham deserves the credit personally for me. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a what's like a life lesson? Or and again, like when I say life lesson, you know, for you. It can even just be like, oh, man, that technology in this was fantastic or something. I would really like to see that developed. Or, or it could be something that you pulled, walked away from and you were like, man, you know what? I never thought about life like that before. And I'm, I've am i changed, you know, or my perception has changed on things. 
I kind of want, like, the holodeck, because, like, that's really the first time you see, like, the simulation. Oh, yeah. Well, they, it wasn't even a holodeck, was it? I thought they did it was, the fridge. No, it wasn't a holodeck, but it was, um, like, a battle simulation. But it was yeah. more, it wasn't, like, the same as a holodeck. Oh, no, no. And back then, before the holodecks really became prevalent, that's how it kind of came to be. That's what how it played out. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, overall, uh, I did like the season this time around My for my second watch. Uh, I had a good time watching it with you. Um, guys, uh, th- this is July's episodes. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed them. August, we'll be back with Discovery Season 2, so stand by for that. And, of course, September will be Strange New Worlds uh, Season 1. October will be Strange New Worlds Season 2. Then it will be we'll be going into the original yes. series. Yeah, you know, going to TOS uh, for those three seasons, and then the movies, and uh, then the animated series, and the movies and such. So we will continue on. We are going to soldier on. We're looking forward to doing this with you. If you guys are interested, this is a Patreon series. You can always uh, get it early on Patreon. So if you're interested, please check us out. We have lots of great stuff for you to go and check out perks, things like that. We're always doing some fun stuff. The Snobs Nation, um, you know, Patreon. The links down below. Let us know what you think. At least go take a look. If you want to join up, we'd love to have you. Uh, but after the month, of course, this is available to watch on our YouTube or to listen to on the podcast platforms. I want to thank my uh, partner in crime here, Tommy, for being a part of this. Thank you for having me. Of course, buddy. I love watching this stuff with you and talking about it with you. So it's so much fun. Uh, I want to thank all of you for watching and listening. You guys are amazing. Uh, if you want to, go check out more of our stuff on our Discord. Um, go check out our social media. We're all over the place. If you're watching this, make sure to hit subscribe because we have some great shows on our YouTube channel. Uh, and hit like and um, hit that notification bell. Uh, make sure to hit rate and review and, and follow if you're listening to this as a podcast because that really helps us go a long way as well. We're really building things out, and we hope you guys are enjoying what we're doing. We also have the Scene Snobs podcast, Snobs Nation Morning Drive Live Show, things like that. So we hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, we do have snobsmerch.com. Go check that out. We do have some Star Trek-based um, stuff on there that you think you might enjoy if you're Trek fans and other movie stuff uh, on there as well. So please let us know what you think. All those are in the description below. Tommy, is there anything you want to say before we get going, buddy? Make sure to hit the notification bell and such if you want to see more videos like this. And live long and prosper. That's right. Live long and prosper. Thank you, guys, everybody. Have a great summer. We will see you in August. We're recording this in June because Tommy's going away to his dad's for the next couple of months. But we will be back in August to record for Discovery Season 2. Thank you so much. I love you, buddy, and I'll talk to you guys soon. I love all of you, and I'll talk to you guys soon, and take care.